Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review, this time of the brand new 4K ultra high definition version of Pitch Black. I'd like to apologize right now, it sounds like one of my neighbors is building a house behind me. You might hear some hammering or things dropping uh, to the ground. Not sure what's going on on Sunday morning. Um, Arrow is one of those boutique movie labels. They release restored versions of movies, much like the Criterion Collection and Studio Canal. Um, They're usually pricier. They usually have a ton of extras, especially a lot of new stuff. And they've recently gotten into 4K uh, with this version of Pitch Black. They went to Universal and David Tui, the director, they got the original film scanned at 4K and regraded for HDR, approved by the director directly from Universal. They put it in a package with all of the extras, well, pretty much all of the extras from the original Blu-ray, which is now quite old. This movie is 20 years old. It took me a second. Um... And uh, not only did they include a lot of the extras from the original release, there's a lot of new extras. I mean, brand new interviews. A couple of them are on the phone, but that's okay. I mean, they're they're brand new, interesting, very interesting. And they've included the anime. There's a short um, Riddick Dark Fury that's been hard to get in high definition. Um, When they first released the Riddick box sets, you got a DVD of Dark Fury. And then eventually they put it out on Blu-ray, and now it's on this 4K disc. And I couldn't tell if it was truly a 4K or just up-converted by my 4K player, but it looked pretty spectacular, and it's nice to have it all on the same disc, which is great. So, There will be spoilers in this review. If you haven't seen Pitch Black, let me just say this is the way to watch it. Arrow also released a brand new Blu-ray, but it was not in the box with the 4K. So make sure that if you're going to go buy this new version of Pitch Black, you buy the one that you need. Because the 4K did not come with a Blu-ray like most. Um, But its advanced price was under 20 bucks. Now it's, I believe, over 30 but. If you pre-ordered it, you got it really cheap, really cheap for an Arrow release and really cheap for an Arrow 4K release. So again, this is the best the movie has ever looked. Uh, It sounds great. There's a ton of extras. Buy this 4K version. That's the non-spoiler review. Now I'm going to have to get into some spoilers. The movie's 20 years old. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. This was the movie that basically launched Vin Diesel's career. Um... Throughout some of these extras and the original extras, David Tui had directed a couple of small movies. He made for cable movie Grand Tour in Time with Jeff Daniels. And then the movie The Arrival, not to be confused with Denis Villeneuve's uh, Arrival. And The Arrival had Charlie Sheen in it and was not a bad little low-budget B science fiction invasion movie. It just came out about the same time as Independence Day. (laughs) And, well, we know how that turned out. So anyway, David Tui had kind of done this science fiction thing and got the uh, script from Universal. And they basically said, we have this script. Um, if you can punch it up, make it better because it's not quite there, you can direct the movie. And as a guy that only had two under his belt, he jumped at the chance and thought it was an interesting thing. One of the things he did to the script was create the character of Riddick. So, I mean, Pitch Black without Riddick, would just be a standard B sci-fi movie. The whole Riddick situation elevates the movie. The movie only had $20 million budget, and even in 2000, that was pretty small. 
And what they did, they filmed in the Australian outback. It looks like an alien planet. The special effects are really, really good for the time and really hold up. The storyline is basically a cargo ship freighter that also has passengers on it runs through a rogue comet tail, gets beaten up by micro-asteroids, the captain dies, and the ship crashes on a planet. Most of the passengers die. Um, the survivors include a family man, holy man, a couple of kids, a few other people, uh, basically what appears to be a federal marshal or an interstellar marshal, and Vin Diesel's character, Riddick, who we basically find out is kind of a serial killer. Uh, he's a bad dude, and he's been chained up with a bit in his mouth and through the whole journey, and when they crash, he's released. And he's got this thing going on with the, I call him the marshal, but that's not, you know, that's not really who he is. But anyway, the movie has some good plot twists. It has um, some really above-average acting. Uh, Vin Diesel, like I said at this point, had only done the voice of Iron Giant and I guess filmed his cameo, basically, in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, so this was his first, first big film role, and I thought he did a, a fantastic job. Watching it now, 20 years later, with his whole career behind him and, and you know what he's doing with Fast and Furious and the other movies he's in these days, watching him in the beginning, he, he nailed it. I mean, this is a part... Why the Riddick character elevates the movie is he could have just been another bad guy. But the character has an arc. He goes from bad guy to someone you may not trust to someone you really have to put your trust in to survive. And he changes. And the, the cast changes. And this is not the kind of dramatic interaction you have in a B science fiction movie, usually. So... I got to give praise to Vin Diesel for pulling it off. He is the right mixture of Hannibal Lecter and Indiana Jones type superhero. I mean, he's, you know, he's a bad guy, but he's not as bad as the other things on the planet kind of thing, you know? Um, so anyway, when they crash land on the planet, they find out that it has three suns and it's daylight almost all the time. But every 22 years, there's an eclipse and the eclipse is about to happen. When the eclipse happens, the predatory life forms that live in the darkness of the planet come out to feed if there's anything left on the planet because they it seemed to have wiped it out 22 years ago. They did all sorts of interesting things with the film. They removed the bleaching process. Uh, when the camera shots are outside and you're in the light of one of the particular suns, the color grading changes. And on Blu-ray, it always looked good. On the In the original movie theater, I did see this in the theater 20 years ago. It looked great. It looks amazing on 4K. There is a bit of grain here and there. A couple of scenes, a lot of grain. They obviously did a lot of post-production on it. The, there was one scene that just like, wow, that's more grainy than anything I've watched lately. But it was like one few-second scene. Um, most of the grain is kept to a minimum. This was filmed on 35-millimeter film and then scanned at 4K. It is about as best as it's going to look. And like I said, when you're in, bathed by the light of the blue sun... Uh, they did a process, there's three processes you do to photochemical film to 
make it so it can be shown. And one of the processes is bleaching to move remove the silver nitrate from the solution. And they removed the bleaching process. They only did the two and didn't do that. So the blue scenes shine, pop. It's got that silver nitrate in the film, and it is so bright. Uh, I noticed when we first started the movie when they're about to crash and the strobe lights start going off that the HDR highlights are just incredibly bright on this TV. Just wow. It's like you have a flashing light in the room more so than just watching a Blu-ray or a TV show. It really looked like a light in the room. And then when you got to the planet and you see there's the orange-pink kind of light from the two suns and then the blue light from the other sun that's on the other pole... What they did to the film did it in camera and to the original negative, you find out watching some of these, and that doesn't happen. Most movie studios and directors don't want to mess with the negative because if they ever have to go back to it or they mess it up, you're screwed. But they had trust, they had faith, and they wanted to look like an alien planet. They actually, this is not in camera, this is not uh, a special effect or CG, they actually changed how they developed the film to give you those alien looks for uh, the two different sunlights on the planet, or the three different. And it looks incredible on HDR. I mean, I was pulling pictures to make my graphic for this review, and the pictures don't do, of Vin Diesel standing out in the desert don't look like what I just watched last night on the 4K. The 4K disc is jaw-droppingly in the color department, uh, it's a more stable image. I noticed things I've never seen before. There's a lot of great detail in it. The sound, the 5.1 sound is incredible. Um, really, all in all, it's it's a near-perfect edition of Pitch Black. A lot of extras. Like I said, some of the extras are phone interviews, and they show the same clips kind of over and over <laughs> during a few of these. But that's okay, because they're talking to the actual people. I was a fan of Claudia Black, who was on Farscape at the time. And there's a there's an interesting story that they wanted her to have a more radical look as the character in Pitch Black, but she couldn't and had to negotiate with the filmmakers because she was making Farscape and it was becoming popular. So I do highly recommend the extras. If you're a fan of this film, this is the definitive version. It's never looked like this. I'm retiring my Blu-ray. I Well, the Blu-ray is quite old. It was one of the first Blu-rays released and looked great for the time. But this is spectacular looking. The amount of extras, getting the Dark Fury animation on there too. This is a win-win and definitely worth it if you can get it for under 20 bucks. Uh, it's worth more than that to me. If it, I'm, I'm a big fan of the movie, but... So they've made a couple other movies. There is no word on if we're going to get 4K versions of them. I really enjoy The Chronicles of Riddick, which is a completely different movie than Pitch Black. They went on to make um, Riddick, which is basically kind of a carbon copy of Pitch Black with different characters in a different situation, but it's a very similar type of movie. And I understand uh, Vin Diesel keeps posting pictures of a script, that the script is done for the fourth one. Don't know if we're finally going to get to the underverse or whatever that was hinted at in the second movie, but I do hope we get 4K editions of the other two, especially the Chronicles of Riddick. That was more of a Star Wars epic space opera kind of movie, nothing like Pitch Black. Didn't go over as well with the fans because it was a different thing, but you had Carl Urban in there and a lot of other great actors. Um, I like it. Not as much as Pitch Black. Pitch Black is something special. The alien design, the efficiency of the script, the writing, um, 
the way it was done, kind of guerrilla tactics in the desert. It just, the movie came together. It's one of those movies in movie history that lightning struck and made a great movie beyond what its pieces parts should have been. Young director, B-movie script, uh, a lot of actors that were up and coming. I mean, Keith David, not so much, but um, Pitch Black really holds up 20 years later. It's a great sci-fi thriller, almost horror movie. Um, It is violent. There's a bit of blood. Um, About to review Ninja Assassin. Speaking of blood, a lot more blood than that one, but that'll be the next podcast up. But uh, Pitch Black, I cannot recommend the new Arrow 4K ultra high definition version uh, more than I can uh, than I have. It's I pre-ordered it early because it was cheap, and I just really loved the movie, and it was well worth every penny. I can't wait to watch it again. This was just this is the quintessential version of the movie. You got all the extras on there it's go buy it highest recommendation well second highest recommendation behind some of the things like the two Blade Runner movies and 2001 A Space Odyssey but it's definitely up there and this is a great great 4k version of it pick up pitch black I'm Scott Hamilton I'm Rockfile the web for all of my projects is the rockfile.com you can find all the links below here you can scribe subscribe to me all over the place I actually googled my hashtag the other day because I do that every year or two I've been putting putting the rockfile hashtag out there for eight or nine years now along with the radio stations and the other stuff I do. And, man, if you hashtag Rockfile, you get a whole bunch of stuff now. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Anyway, it's not hard to find me on the web. Thank you for listening. Have a spectacular day. Spectacular.